welcome to the Ghosty Girls podcast. I'm Jess. And I'm Anna. We hope everyone enjoyed our Halloween episode. We had so much fun talking about all those spooky subjects. And Jess, shout out to you. You did all of it and you were amazing. Without you, we would not have our Halloween episode. Thank you. Oh, are you trying to make me blush over here? Are you? Is it working? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we got so much feedback. People just said they loved the UFO story that my dad told. So I was really excited that we got to share that with everybody. Oh, absolutely. I, I've heard I've heard this story from you and others, but I have never heard it from him. It was, I I can't even describe it. It was crazy to hear like him reliving it as he was telling it. And from what I hear, there's more. So watch (laughs) out for another episode of UFOs. I know. I'm thinking like, we really need to dive deeper into this. We really do. We need to touch on a lot. All right. Stay tuned, peeps. More alien talk coming your way. (laughs) So we didn't even get a chance to talk last week or like this past week at all. How was your Halloween? It was boring. We just sat here and watched movies and had candy, lots and lots and lots of candy. But there were not any trick-or-treaters. Like there was not one person showed up at our door. Yeah. Yeah. We we actually got the kids dressed up. We really didn't have plans to do anything. We thought, like, we'll hang out at home. It'll be cool. And then around 6 o'clock, we realized that that was really lame and there was nothing to do. <laughs> so um, my brother and my sister-in-law were like, come walk around our neighborhood with us. They had their kids dressed up and we had our masks on. And we walked around their neighborhood and just looked at people's Halloween decorations. And there was no other group of people walking around on the street. It was just us. That's so sad. It was kind of cool because it was dark. It was super dark. We actually saw people light off like huge fireworks, like Disneyland level fireworks. So that was cool. cool. And there was a couple houses where people had, like, you could tell they had, like, a few of their friends over and they had, like, their garage doors open. And when they saw us walk by, they were like, hey, hold on. And they ran out, put a big bucket of candy in their driveway and then ran back. And they're like, take whatever you want. How cool. So the kids got some candy. And then we actually brought our nephew home with us and... When we got home, we did trick-or-treating inside the house, so we shut all the lights off, and they walked around with a flashlight, and they had to knock on the doors. Oh, and, my and, then, and then at the end, we had so much candy left to give them, so we just made them jump up and down screaming trick-or-treat, and we just threw candy up oh in the air. <laughs> oh, my God. That is amazing. Yeah. So they still got their huge bags of candy. Yeah, and it's still fun for your kids. My kids are older. They really don't care. Yeah, well, my oldest, I mean, he's 14 and a half, and he was like, he didn't want to trick-or-treat, but, you know, he was down to get a bag of candy, so (laughs) he was all for it. (laughs) I heard of people actually doing, like, like an Easter egg hunt, but with bags of candy throughout their house and their yard, and the, the kids had to go in and find it. 
So that was kind of cool. If my kids were younger, I think they'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really prepared, so that's why I didn't do anything like that. I was just like, yeah. come knock on the door. And then my husband and I were like hiding. <laughs> we just gave them candy. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, they got their bags of candy, so they were stoked. <laughs> Halloween modified. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Well, that's good. At least they got to have some fun and it wasn't just boring sitting around like yeah. me. <laughs> you should have came over. I know. I know. walked around. We could have threw some candy in the air and screamed trick or treat. <laughs> that was the other nice thing is we had some white claws in the stroller. So, you know, we were just cruising the streets, drinking our white claws. <laughs> In the like, stroller. Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I can get down with this. Move cool. over, baby. Our white claws need some room. <laughs> well, you know the babies. They always want to walk. They never want to be in the stroller anyway. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How fun. Yeah, it was good. So I hope everyone else had a good Halloween. I mean, I on our Instagram, it looked like people were finding, like, cool ways to celebrate. So that's good. Yeah, that looks like they were having tons of fun. I wish I would have thought it through. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I love Halloween and just kind of was just, I don't know. I felt so sad this year. Like, it just wasn't yeah. what it usually is. And I guess I just lost hope and gave up. It, it was like all the buildup <laughs> for nothing. I know. And then here we are, Thanksgiving, like, what are we going to do for Thanksgiving? Can't throw turkey in the air, Jess. What are we going to do? Well, you know me. <laughs> I skip right over Thanksgiving. So I'm already in Christmas mode. You are not. Girl, you know me. I'm like listening to Christmas music in September. So I've oh already God. got my Christmas bins out. It's happening. That is insane. Well, you know, like... Yeah, your, I love your Halloween, thing is Christmas. But I'm I realize like I'm a hoe for holidays. I fucking love <laughs> holidays. <laughs> and I love Christmas. So I, I like the idea of Christmas. I like, you know, being cozy and warm in a blanket, drinking hot chocolate, watching movies. I love that. But I just I don't know. I just I can't get into the decorating spirit. I don't know why. It's not my thing. Well, you know it's my thing. It is your thing. It really is. <laughs> I'm like the Griswolds on the outside and the inside of the house. So... You're going to have to post pictures. Oh, That's my gosh. Amazing. I was telling my husband, I'm like, so you might come home to a surprise tomorrow. And he's like, <gasps> what's the surprise? And then I start playing uh, Jingle Bells on my phone. And he's like, really? It's not <laughs> even Thanksgiving. And I'm like, what is this with Thanksgiving? What do you care about Thanksgiving for? And he's like, well, because I like food. And I'm like, well, you can eat on Christmas too. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're going to have two Christmases, babe. Yeah. One in November and one in December. Yeah, like we can still eat on Thanksgiving. We're just decorated for Christmas. It's all good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's what's happening over here. Oh, brother. I need to take down my Halloween decorations, will probably stay up until New Year's. 
I, I should take them down, but I love it so much. I'll just leave it, I think. What if you did a Nightmare Before Christmas theme? So it's still Halloween, hey. but it's also Christmas. Right on. I do collect the Nightmare Before Christmas Halloween globes and Christmas globes. Yes. But if I did my whole house in Nightmare Before Christmas, I think I could get down with that. Yes, you totally should. I'll, uh... Give your number to my husband so he can thank you personally when I go out and spend thousands of dollars on Nightmare Before Christmas Christmas decoration. <laughs> I'll add you to my Pinterest board. <laughs> oh, God. I am not ready for Christmas. Let's not do that yet. <laughs> I'm just ready for oh the decorating. God. Nothing else. Nothing else? No, not the I'm shopping. ready for this year to be over. Well, that's the other thing, too. I feel like if we get to, you know, Christmas, it's like, okay, that means this year is going to be over soon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. There might be a 2020 part two. No. no. I mean, I don't know. Who the fuck I knows? Hope not. I hope not. I'm so over 2020. Me too. Everything involved. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, what about Ghostyville? Like, how are you doing in your house? Anything spooky weird? So, over the past two weeks, my youngest has been seeing more and more shadows. And I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. I think you and I briefly talked about it on the phone. Yeah. Um, But he has been seeing so much more. And I've been noticing more and I had this feeling last night, which I haven't had in a while when I shut all the lights off in the front of the house, I'm walking towards the back of the house and I all of a sudden got this urge, like I needed to run to my room. Like what? Yeah. You know, like when you get that feeling, like there is something behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, don't turn around. Don't turn around. Just keep going. So I don't know. I haven't seen anything, but just had that feeling. But that makes you worry a little bit because you're not seeing it. And he is, has this thing noticed that you can detect it and we'll get it out and he won't. I don't know, but he keeps telling me and he actually drew a picture of it yesterday. And he told me I was in my room and I was playing Legos and I was watching you. He was watching YouTube on his TV. And he said, I felt like someone was staring at me. So I turned around and I looked at my door and the shadow was standing in the hallway. And then it just went into the bathroom. Okay. What is it with this shadow thingy going into the bathroom? Like, does it have to take a shit? <laughs> That's the second time <laughs> our kids have seen a shadow staring at them, and then it goes into the bathroom. And he initially said he turned around, and he thought it was his brother standing there. And then he realized that it wasn't. It was a shadow. And I asked him, did it have a face? Did... He's like, well, yeah, it had a head, you know, but it didn't have a face. It didn't have eyes. Hmm. So... It really made me wonder when you told me this, um, he's always been like a really spiritual kind of aware kind of kid, mm -hmm. but he's never had this before. Mm -hmm. And it really made me wonder because 
as you move into those teen years, getting closer to teen, that's when it really picked up for me. Yeah. And my boys. So it could be as he's getting a little bit older, he's starting to come into his own and and realize his gift. And you may be having to train two boys. Lucky me. (laughs) I'm going to look to you for advice. I'm like, okay, you've got one up on me. You had to train three pretty much. So, and they're all different. So that's always fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The sibling rivalry really kicks in. Oh, you can see ghosts, but I can tell the future. And then they, well, mine's better. No, mine's better. No. And it's, yeah. That has already happened. My oldest was already (laughs) like, I thought this was our thing. And I looked at him and I was like, honey, I have no control over this. So (laughs) I'm really sorry. If I, if I could take it from him so that he didn't have to deal with it, I actually probably would. I agree. But yeah. So he's been pretty spooked to sleep in his room, which I don't blame him. Yeah. So he'll. We get spooked. He'll fall asleep on the couch sometimes and I'll leave him out there, but then he always ends up coming and, you know, he'll sleep on the floor in here or he'll sleep with his brother. But Aww, poor baby. Yeah. So what about you? Um, I, there's always something fucking here. <laughs> Where do I start? My husband has been seeing and hearing things constantly. Still? Yes. No way. And it's not like, okay, there was an instance where, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not yet, but I was in the shower and you come in through our bedroom door and you go down this little like entryway and then there's our room and then to the right is the bathroom and the shower and everything. And I'm in the shower and I hear my husband talking. And then I hear my kids and I'm like, what is he doing? Like, what, why are the kids in the room? Like I'm in the shower. Our shower is a clear glass door. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, and there's no door doing? between the bedroom and the bathroom. Like you could no, see in. No, it is a straight shot. If they walk into my room and walk past the closet doors, that little entryway, they can see the shower. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, what is he doing? Like, why didn't he shut the door? And all of a sudden, he comes around the corner. And he's like, I can't hear you. What'd you say? And I go, what are you talking about? Why are the boys in here? He goes, they're not in here. I go, I heard you talking to them. They were talking. He goes, no, I heard you talking. And I came to see what you were saying because I can't understand you. And I'm like, what? Oh, that is so creepy. We both at the same time and thought it was each other. So it was something. Yeah. Right. For sure. I don't know. And he, I was laying on the bed one night and I saw this shadow because when I lay on my bed, I can see the entryway in our bedroom door. And then I can see kind of down the hall and the other two doors on the left. And I saw the shadow pass by my bedroom door and I was waiting for the kids to come in. And I was like, wait a minute, they wouldn't come in. The shadow's opposite. It's going out. So I sat up. Past it, like going towards like your yeah, laundry like going room? Yeah, out of my room. Like going oh, out of my going room. out. Yeah. And because 
I don't know what I was thinking. It was late. I was thinking, oh, the kids are coming. But then mm-hmm. I realized the shadow's not coming in. It's going out. So I set up and I'm looking for kids. Like I'm looking for cats. I'm looking for anything that move. Yeah. And my husband goes, what did you just see? I go, nothing. He's like, no, no, no. What did you just see? And he's not like that. Usually like when I sit up, he's like, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Lay down. And <laughs> he's like, tell me, tell me what you saw. And I go, I don't know. I saw a shadow go out of our room. It cast the shadow on our door. And he goes, okay, I wasn't going to say anything, but just a little while ago, I saw something pass by our door. He goes, but it was a woman. It was like a, a silhouette of a woman leaving. And I froze because he does not see anything. Yeah. I mean, we always say like, if our husbands see it, it's bad. I know. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I got to feel it. I got to feel it. Nothing. I can feel nothing. It's like, I don't even have a gift at that point. It's so weird. I just don't understand it. So when I was able to tell you what I felt trying to meditate and go through your house were you able to feel anything off of that no really I think I'm broken you're not broken I think I'm broken like I don't know what's going on I I mean I think they definitely can hide from us yeah but it just feels you and I have talked about this before we go through phases where we don't have anything happen and we start to doubt like Okay, all those other things, were they coincidences? Like, were we making it up? Were we getting ahead of ourselves? I, I'm there. I, I, not that I know that it's not real, but I'm there. I'm like, where the hell did this go? Well, you don't want to doubt yourself because who would want you to doubt this gift, right? right? Who would want you to doubt it and then just allow these things to come in your home because you think you can't feel it? Like, don't doubt it. I... <sighs> I know. I and, and it's not so much that I doubt that I have a gift because there has been there's no way. There's no way I can <laughs> doubt it. There's been so many things, so many things that have happened. I know I have the gift. Yeah. It just gets really oh, disappointing I get it. and you yeah. get sad and you get like, okay, did I not use it correctly? Is it gone now? Or did mm-hmm. I because I didn't use it for a while, is it gone? Like I don't know. I'm there. And I just, I want to pull out of it because I, there's things in my house and I can't feel them. I know. I feel like that too. Sometimes where it's like, okay, my son is seeing something and I know something is here, but why am I not feeling it? Why am I not connected to that gift? Why am I not honing in on it? Right. I don't know. I feel like sometimes when that happens, it's like, I need to get back reconnected with God. Like, okay, am I praying every night? Am I focusing on this? Am I really like trying to have that connection? Because maybe that's what's missing. Maybe that's what's lost. I don't know. I will say I have not been on my spiritual life lately. (laughs) Not, not intentionally or not like, I don't think that I need it. I've just been busy and my mind's been occupied and shame on me because that's probably when you need it the most. Yeah. But I just, I haven't been on it. And that's a very good possibility. He's like, hey, I help you with this. And if you're not close with me, how can I help you? Yeah, so exactly. maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Okay. So next week when we check in, I will be on my game this week and we will see if there's an update, if there's a change. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I've been pretty 
hit or miss. And I, I keep telling myself like, you need to focus more on this. And then I just don't. Yeah. So I, I will do the same thing and let's see what happens. Like maybe we'll be more in tune. I bet you we will. I'm excited. Me too. We have actually had a couple of people suggest to us that we try to meditate also to become, um, to grow our, our gift, but also to like become stronger together, like strengthen our, our, I don't want to say psychic bond, but that (laughs) bond that we have kind of together, like how our gift is stronger together. Yeah. I wonder if that meditation, like if you took five minutes a day to do that too, if that would also help you just kind of like tune into your body, like close your eyes and do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we, we need to try this because there has been so many occasions where you and I say, do text at the same time. We share experiences all the time. I know. There, I wonder, like, we could probably move mountains if we were, like, in tune psychically. Probably. You guys better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we need to try this. I know. We have a couple of experiments. Oh, I don't want to call prayer an experiment. We have one experiment where we're going to meditate and try to connect. Yes. And then we're going to see when we then buckle we- down and do the right thing and get connected with God if yeah. we're going to see our gift really blossom again. All right. We got the prayer challenge and the meditation mm-hmm. experiment. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, one of the things I was thinking would be kind of interesting to talk about, especially because we both have experience with this. And we've gotten this question. So we were on the Real Hauntings Halloween podcast or Halloween party or whatever. And the question came up about kids with spiritual gifts. And subsequently, like we've gotten emails from people or messages on Instagram asking about this. And I was kind of thinking about, you know, be advice for parents raising kids with spiritual gifts or kids that are having paranormal experiences. What do you think? Yeah, I love that. I, I think we have two separate topics because I think almost every child to some extent has had some type of spiritual interaction. And I think it's just because kids are able to see things that we don't. So I think there's definitely that side But then you have the side of kids who have a gift and they're drawing the spirits to them. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's take this one by one. Let's say kids that are having experiences. I think the most important advice to a parent when your kid comes to you and says that they are seeing something is not to downplay it, you know, to value that experience because it absolutely could be a fear of the dark or it could be because they watched a scary movie or it could be their imagination, but it also could be that they are having a real true experience. And if you downplay it and you don't give them that validation, um, you know, they're not going to feel comfortable to talk about it or to come to you if other things start to happen. Right. I agree with you. I think the last thing you want to do is downplay or freak out 
and start to scare them because the last thing they need to be is scared. So I think, you know, if you're going to have kids, it's, it's almost like it's one of the things that should be told as, you know, how do you deal with this if your kids are seeing things? Because it really does hinge on how you react, mm-hmm. whether it's negative, positive, fear, you're going to mold them to react the same way. So if they're coming to you and even if it, even if you think it's BS, right, they're making it up. Like you said, they watched a movie or it's their imagination. What is it going to hurt to go along with it on the, on the hopes that it's a fake yeah. Because if it's not and you don't, you're you're putting them in a spot where we were like, how do you talk about it? You're you're putting them there where they can't talk about it. So Yeah. And like you said, I mean, okay, so say it's their imagination or maybe they watched a scary movie. That doesn't take away the fact that they are experiencing genuine fear so what does it hurt to say yeah sleep on my floor or you know what it's okay you can have your nightlight on or you know whatever that may be because you're soothing your child you're validating their feelings like hey it's okay to be scared yeah and And then start working through it because if you don't you're gonna have a kid that sleeps on your floor until they're 20 mm -hmm. so (laughs) but at the moment you definitely need to embrace that and go along with it whether it's real or fake Yeah. Uh, Obviously, people that are not open to paranormal or spiritual things are probably going to still say, oh, it's nothing. It's just your imagination. Like, go to bed. But, I mean, if you're open to it, if you're listening to this podcast, clearly you're open to it. So, you know, validate your kid and let them know that it's okay to be scared and they can come to you. That's the first step, I think. And then, you know, when you listen to it and they have this whole elaborate story, go through it with them, take them to where they saw it, have them explain, show them that you're not afraid that, oh, this could have happened. Yeah, this is what I think it is. Tell me if this happens again, or the next time this happens, why don't you try this? Because I think it'll work. Even if you don't really know what you're talking about, you're showing them that it's not a taboo subject or something to be afraid of, you're showing them that it's, it could be legit and you're there for them every step. And at the same time, you know, your kid maybe sees a shadow on their closet door and they're scared and you walk into their room and you're like, Hey, did you notice? Look, if I put the bathroom light on the bathroom light casts a shadow on your closet. If someone, you know, it's like, you can kind of walk through these steps like, okay, what could it be? Could it be something in your room that made a shape that looked like that in the dark or, you know, and kind of like walk through it. Like you, what if you were debunking something in an investigation? Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. I've always, when my boys have had issues at night because they, it's always at night, right? It's always a shadow at night. Yep. I encourage them to yell at it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what it is if it's a good spirit or bad spirit if it's in their space and it's frightening them you need them to understand that they have the power to control that Mm -hmm. so I always told them I don't care I don't want you to try to figure out what it is or don't ever talk to it just say you can't be here you're not allowed leave right now and mean it when you say it Mm -hmm. and it will leave Yeah. Um, Because you're giving them that power to understand that they control it. And when they say leave now and you mean it, 
they have no choice but to leave. So even if it's, you know, a, a tree outside casting a shadow and they yell at it, it's still giving them that power just in case it's not. Exactly. And you give that to them and it's kind of like that confidence, like, okay, I don't have to be scared. I know how I can face this. That was one of the things that I told my youngest too, is like, okay, if you see something, this is what you say. You know, you stand your ground and you say, you have to leave. You're not allowed to be here. Get out. And I don't care if it's the middle of the night, scream it if you have to. Yeah. So... And I know it's probably so hard for parents to deal with this when they don't have a gift and they can't feel what it could be. Um, yeah. I mean, you and I are lucky enough to to know when our kids are going through something, we can walk in there and kind of figure out what it is. Um, but y- people have the same power as they're telling their kids. You walk in there, even if you can't feel it, you have control over it. Mm -hmm. You get it out. You tell it it can't stay and you get it out. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, like I said, a nice spirit or if it's a demon, it doesn't matter. You have power over that. Now, do you want to go in there and scream at grandma that's just checking in on the kid? Probably not. So if you go in there and say, if you are of love and light, if you are of God, you can stay. If you are not, you you cannot stay here. You have to leave right now. And you mean it. Then you can very much take control of that situation. And at the same time, if it is a good spirit, you can also say, please don't come into yeah. Tommy's room or who when he's sleeping because you're yeah. scaring him. And that's okay. It's your power. It's your call to set those boundaries. Absolutely. Whether you can feel them or not. Now, if your kid has a gift, what would you say? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Where to start? I mean, I kind of feel like you start off with the same thing, right? You just, you let them know it's okay not to be afraid. You validate their feelings whenever they see something or they're scared. Like, you pretty much know they're going to be sleeping on your floor. And I think... You know, it kind of depends for for me and with the, the faith that we have, you kind of have that conversation like mm-hmm. God is with you. You have more power because God is inside you. Like have that conversation is something that I've had with both kids because I feel like that makes them feel like they're stronger than anything that is yeah. coming at them. As they're getting older, I, I can share more with them almost yeah when they were little I told them I don't care if you think it's grandma you don't talk you don't talk to them you don't say hey who are you you don't engage because once you engage now you're welcoming or allowing that interaction exactly so I never when they were little I knew they had gifts but I never let them talk to spirits ever and it wasn't until probably three years ago or so that I really felt that the youngest was ready. Um, and I didn't, I didn't talk to, you know, the older or the middle one about it until the youngest was ready because I didn't want them trying stuff, calling stuff in or entertaining things. And then the little one had to suffer for it. So, so they so had to wait until he was ready. What age would you, then, what age was that? 12 or 11? About 13. Okay. 13. Um, and it, every kid's going to be different. 
I mean, you have kids that are really mature and can handle it. Mine was not. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the older ones had to wait until the younger one was ready because I did not want something in the house that was going to pick on him because he didn't know how to defend himself. Yeah. So um, from that point, when I really allowed him to start kind of feeling things, he could only do it when I was in his room with him because I needed to know that I had control of the situation if it went south. Um, and I told him if something comes to you at night and you feel like it's not a bad spirit, then the first thing you do is pray and say, God, I need you to be here with me right now. I need you to send an angel with me. I want you here when I try this because it gives them that, that sense and that understanding that they have good within them and beside them. And if something takes a turn, it reminds them that they have power there with them. Exactly. So it, it's tricky. It's hard to know um, when to really let them blossom that gift. Because if you're a parent that doesn't have a gift, it's going to be hard to know when to put a stop to it. Um, but you can absolutely do it. You just you have to make sure you're there with them and, and not let it get out of control. Mm-hmm. It's and it's hard to do. I mean, even when you have a gift, you're not with your yeah. kids 24 7. So yeah. when your kids are home alone or when they're in their bedroom sleeping or supposed to be sleeping but up playing video games <laughs> all night, um, you can't control what comes in and out of their room, you know? Yeah. So, and that's, that's what you're going to have to do for the rest of their lives. They're going to have to deal with spirits on a daily basis. So, you can't shield them from it. So you got to learn to deal with it. I cannot tell you how many times my oldest, I, I will wake up and I will have text messages from him and it'd be like 1145, 1230, 115. Oh. And he's like telling me this happened, this happened. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, why didn't you come get me? He's like, I didn't want to wake you up. So he's not afraid anymore most of yes. the time. Um, but yeah, we, we, once they get, once they get past that fear spot is where you can really get them to start communicating. And I'm not, I'm not saying like having a full blown conversation with a ghost. I'm just saying, you know, when they get past that fear point, now they feel like they have power mm-hmm. and they can start using that to get them out of there or trying to feel is this good or bad and when to pull back? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's intense because like with my oldest son, I've kind of had to teach him as we go. Like things will happen and it's like, okay, this is how you approach this situation. Okay. I guess it's time to talk about this. Like here's what you (laughs) should do. Levels every day. Yeah. There's a lot. My kids are older, but I'm so uncomfortable with them, like, in the room with, like, sex scenes or talk or, like, I I don't know. Watch it before you let the kids watch it. Oh, I totally get that because yeah, I put on a it's movie awkward. a couple weeks ago that I remembered as not being bad. And then I heard the sex talk in the movie and my oldest looked at me and he was like, mom, turn this off. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is not a movie you want to watch with your mom. I'm so sorry. I thought it was funny. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
yeah I, yeah it's not it's not bad it's not bad there's a lot of um different things that i i just don't want to be in the room when they're exposed to it or it's not necessarily sex scenes yeah. kind of is just watch it before um, you let them but it's good as a boy mom i totally get that because if they're talking <laughs> about sex in a movie i'm like you probably don't mm-hmm. want to be watching this with your mom like that's yeah. awkward yeah so. It it would be it would be an awesome movie if they had skipped over some of the parts. The kids could have watched it because they watched the first craft. They loved it. Really? But the one, they can't. I can't. They could probably watch it on their own. I do not want to be in the room. Okay, so if we're talking the original craft or the remake, which one's better? Mm, the nostalgia with the first one. I can't. It can't be replaced. This one has new concepts. Okay. Um, and it has a twist at the oh, end. All right. So the characters really, have the same names? No. No. Okay. It's like a whole new generation. Oh, nice. Yeah. But the twist in the end ties it to the first. All right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Is it Nancy? Is what Nancy? Is Nancy in the movie? No. Oh. All right. He's trying to guess what the twist was. Like maybe she owned like a witch shop or something. Did I just guess? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're warm. You're warm. There okay. is a guest appearance, okay. but there's more to that. You're going to make me tell you. Just watch no. it. Okay. I'll cut this out. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> So there was something, there was a show that I was going to bring up to you, and now I can't flip and remember what it was. That's what happens when you get our age. That's what happens because I literally have not talked to you in over a week, and now I can't remember any of, remember when I used to make a list of things I had to tell you? You literally, I would come up to you and you're like, I have a list of all the things I want to talk to you about. (laughs) Here's my (laughs) post-it. I'm like, okay, start with number one. (laughs) This is what happens when you're a busy mom. You just forget everything. It's gone. It's absolutely gone. If I don't write it down, forget it. I did watch the new, um, I think it's called The Call. It has the old lady lady in it from Insidious. (gasps) Oh, she's so creepy. I know. And I was like, right on. Like, we got popcorn. We were going to watch this in the dark. And like halfway through, we turned it off because it was so boring. Really? Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> I did watch The Witches, though. Have you seen that one on HBO Max? No, I haven't seen that one either. The kids are going to absolutely love it. Okay. So I like the original one. My husband said that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, there's an original. Oh my gosh. Like, what are you talking about? It's on Netflix. I have never heard of the witches and we're watching the second one. And he's like, yeah, the first one was this and this and this. And I'm like, the first one He's like, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? How do I not know this? Um, because you had a sheltered childhood. This is true. How <laughs> old is it? <laughs> it's like, probably 89 or something 90 okay so if i had gone in there and said hey i want to watch the witches they probably would have burned me out in the front yard (laughs) they would have stoned you they're like no (laughs) (laughs) 
You want to know what it's like to be a witch? Let's tie you up and light a fire. <laughs> They're like, it's called the swimming test. <laughs> oh my gosh. You better hope you don't have a freckle. <laughs> Damn. So you guys watched a lot of movies. It was really boring on Halloween. At least we didn't have ghosty visitors. So we're good there. Don't say it on the podcast. Oh, no. Well, at least I'll have like a special story to tell next week. <laughs> well, you know, did it and we're going to get one with all our meditation and prayer challenges. Like we're really going to connect with these visitors. Don't say it on the podcast. You literally just said it. <laughs> we are screwed this week. You, I don't need this this week. You already jinxed us. So you're just going to add on top of it? Like, might as well. Get in line, guys. I'll be with you shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I miss talking to you. I, I have not talked to you in so long. It feels like so long. I know. It's, it's weird. So you know, it's it's a weird life now for me. Now that I've just rearranged everything in my world and decided to stop working <laughs> i know and i'm like okay she's not at work i can't call her like she's gonna be with the kids they're gonna be doing homework they're gonna be eating lunch now i know in my head like you're so busy now i knew like when you were at work oh i could call her like it's not a big deal whatever she's doing it can wait it's not a huge I, deal like she could multitask <laughs> yes like she could be t- i'll hear you like clattering away on the on the keys and shuffling paperwork and you're still talking to me and I know now I can't do that no because (laughs) I'm like doing two things and then I'm screaming stop fighting (laughs) so so how has it been though like being home helping the kids I mean how long is this fucking podcast because (laughs) (sighs) no I mean it you know it's different being home obviously no, I think they definitely needed me and I wasn't here. So, uh, you know, distance learning is hard. Yeah. My high schooler, he's like pretty self-sufficient. When he needs help, he comes and gets me. He'll ask me questions, but he's got his schedule down. He knows where he needs to be. My youngest is like every moment of every day we're sitting together. We're doing every assignment together. We're going over everything together. So from the moment I wake up till, you know, the time it's time for lunch, we are doing schoolwork. So it's busy. And then, you know, by that time it's like lunch, I make them lunch and I'm like, oh, I can shower. Oh, <laughs> my day's half over. So, you know, we're working it, it makes out. You wonder, it makes you wonder how they did it before. Like, how did he manage with you not there? Yeah, I know. You know, it makes me feel like shit. So, (laughs) no, I mean, a lot of parents are having to go through this right now, especially if your kids are younger. You have to figure it out. And I'm sure they're feeling like shit, but they shouldn't. They didn't create this. I know. know. It has given me a little bit of time, you know, when I have like, you know, a time at night when I can't sleep um, (laughs) to do some fun stuff like put together ideas for cool t-shirts and sweatshirts for us. So I made a pretty cool sweatshirt that I ordered for myself and I'm pretty excited to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So where can our weirdos find it? Where can I find it? I sent it to you. I know, but where tell our weirdos where I didn't, well, we didn't post it publicly yet. (laughs) 
if y'all are listening to this, you got the insider scoop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So stay tuned for a picture of this cute sweatshirt. And then, you know, if anyone likes it, maybe we'll release it to the public. (laughs) Mosty ghosty girl gear. (laughs) (laughs) It is late. Okay. It's only five, but it's been a long ass day. We need more ghosty girl gear. Yes, we do. And I really wanted the sweatshirt because I thought it was cute. And I'm like, fuck, I'm ordering this for myself. <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I don't... I'll send you the link. You you probably need a hoodie too. <laughs> I do. I have so many, but I need more. I don't know how the hell Daylight Savings changed it from being like light till nine to dark at five. I don't know how one hour can fucking right. do that. Right? But it is screwing me up. I get up when it's dark. And by the time I get done with dinner, it's dark. Like my husband goes to work in the dark and comes home in the dark. It's insane. It's like, you want to know why everyone's fucking depressed during the holidays? <laughs> Maybe because our day is like 70% darkness. I mean, for me, mm, I don't know. I, I love the dark, but if there's some... It's 2020. It does not need to be dark. We could just have like six more months of daylight through 2020 <laughs> into the beginning of 21 and we'd be good. I mean, and I, I like nighttime and I totally like nighttime, but your body needs vitamin D. Like it yeah. helps to regulate your mood and stress and, you know, all that jazz. Like we freaking need the sun. And especially yeah. in 2020, like, if you need more sun, you just need to, like, isn't it Alaska, like, where they have six months of daylight and six months of dark? I mean, I'm we're going to have to fact check ourselves. I don't know. <laughs> I think they have I think 30, so. They have a period where it's only. That's I know movie. they have a period of time where it's only <laughs> nighttime, but I don't think it's six months. I thought it was. We're going to have to look that up because I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh, you're looking up 67 days where they have no sun. And then in the summer, they have 80 days of uninterrupted daylight. What? Can you imagine though? That must be fucking awesome. Like you're in Alaska, you're like chilling by the lake or in the forest or whatever. And it's summer, it's warm and it's just like sunshine all the time. And it's midnight. I don't know. When that, whenever I have to work at night, I cannot sleep in the day. I can put a pillow over my head. It doesn't matter. It's like my body knows the lights out. Like I can't. Yeah. The- there must be like huge ambient cells. People are taking hella melatonin. <laughs> They're like all those sleeping pills. They're on it. But I don't know if I could do honestly like sixty days of darkness. I'd have to leave yeah. the state. Like, no. Or just hi- yeah. hibernate. I don't like, think How do fun. you do that? I don't, like, maybe you have special lights in your house. Like, you turn them on, you're, like, absorbing vitamin D. And I don't, I don't know. You'd have to take a supplement oh, at sure. least. If you're not getting it from the sun, yeah. you're going to be depressed. Anyone who, like, if you're you live be in Alaska, sick. please tell us, what do you do during the time of year where there is no sunlight? We need to know. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to ask you about. Did you? Oh, I have to know now. Did you it. watch 
Joe Exotic Ghost Adventures. Yes. How did we oh not my gosh. with this? I know. I oh my gosh. Where to begin? First of all, it was on the compound. So I, <laughs> woohoo. Like, I cannot get enough of that show. I can watch it over <laughs> and over and over. And so when Ghost Adventures went there, I was like, right on. Like, I told my husband, we're making this like, a big deal in our house we are going to like make sure everything's clean and we're gonna have like candles going and like we did the whole shebang it was so awesome (laughs) what the hell what the hell was that substance leaking out of the truck that's my one question my one takeaway i have to know my thought was. was it was um like congealed blood or guts from animals that's what i was thinking from animals I'm, i mean if it was an animal don't you think the cadaver dogs would have found bodies over there i mean they didn't take them over there I did they, they let them run the property or did they only run that fielded area i don't, I don't think yeah i don't think they took them out back to where they that went with that truck shady as fuck and how the fuck do you have cadaver dogs alerting, multiple dogs alerting, and the, the sheriff's department's like, oh, well, I don't care. I don't want to be over there. I don't yeah. care. It's done. Oh, like, oh. what is your problem? Like, benefit of the doubt? Yeah. You're getting paid. So why not just go over oh, there and dug. find out? We didn't find anything. We found some bones, but not human bones. Like, they literally brought those dogs back back a second time and the dogs alerted Mm -hmm. again fresh dogs multiple times yeah so yeah somebody they definitely fed a body to the alligator oh for sure oh for sure it's probably it's remains like one end out the other Mm -hmm. they're there so what did you think about the whole spirit of travis joe exotic's husband that committed suicide it well the first it confused me because i thought he literally had killed himself purposely and then to hear on there that it was an accident i don't know that that left me kind of confused but they, they said in the show that it was an accident i don't yeah. remember hearing that i must have missed it okay so that's <laughs> resolved how weird is it? How weird is it that they found oh, that my hat? Gosh, Anna, when we were watching, and all of a sudden, you the SLS picks up the figure in the closet. Mm-hmm. I swear to yep. you, I I had chills watching this show. I had full body chills, and then they found that hat. I. Yeah, that nobody knew was there. Nobody Mm -mm. knew it was there. And then when the figure shows up behind the couch, I was like, no, I'm sorry. This is the best evidence I think they've ever captured on Ghost Adventures. Like, I'm I'm sold. Yeah. Right? I, I, there was, it's hard sometimes. I love Ghost Adventures. It's hard sometimes to believe everything Mm -hmm. you see 
some things are a little yeah. dramatic, but this was an insane yeah. episode. When insane. Zach and Aaron started jumping up and down and freaking out when the figure came up behind the couch when they asked him to, I looked at my husband and I'm like, okay, that's legit. They have like a genuine yeah. reaction of being so excited yeah. because they asked for something and they got the response they needed. Yeah. There's no, that, that, that fucking place is haunted for sure. Absolutely. It's yeah. haunted. It was insane. I loved it. I loved every minute yeah, of it. Same. I mean, and think about all the spirits of all the animals that had been killed there. Oh, it makes you wonder. It really makes mm. you wonder. I don't even, I don't know. I would not want to see know. any ghost hunters. <laughs> That's all I got to say. No. I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, she hates big cats. So just a ghost tiger, like the embodiment of everything <laughs> fearful for her. No. Oh, but what I did think was interesting is when they were talking to Jeff and they were like, so, you know, what do you think? And he's like, this place is hella haunted. He's like, Carol Baskin can have this place and all the ghosts in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my no gosh. Kidding. For real. Let that her deal crazy. with it. Yeah. Let her have it. <laughs> did you see... All the people oh that dressed up as Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin this Halloween. <laughs> yes. Did you watch the Jason yes. Algene yes. um, video? Yes, I sent that was you? so funny. Oh my god, that was so funny. It's hilarious. I wish I would have thought about that because I, I totally would have begged my husband to dress like Joe Exotic. You think you could have gotten him to do it? No. I'm... He uh, mine would have. maybe like no to appease me, he would have done it like and worn it around the house to like make me laugh, but he would not have worn it in public. No, I don't think so. <laughs> My husband would have been like, There is not one damn gun you could buy me that would make <laughs> me do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been funny though. We have oh my some gosh. pretty fucking exciting episodes coming up. We are going to be I talking know. to so I many different paranormal investigation groups. We're going to be able to talk to people that have gone out and done investigations way more than we have. Get some mm -hmm. tips. So when COVID is mm -hmm. over, or at least calm the fuck down, we can actually go put those tips and tricks. I know it makes me sad use. because people in other states and other counties even um, that don't live in the yeah. fucking San Francisco Bay Area. They are out yeah. there investigating and they're traveling and they're doing this and they're doing that and places are open. But it's like places here are not open for doing that kind of stuff right now. So we're kind of stuck. No, we can't even get a fucking haircut inside. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. So, yeah, I'm ready. for. We wait. Home. Well, guys, <laughs> you know where to find us on instagram at ghosty girls we tried twitter but let's be honest like it's too much effort and we failed at it so you can find us there yeah, too but no. like, really just look for us on instagram <laughs> if you listen to our podcast rate and review us send us a picture of that review 
and you're going to get yourself a very awesome That's weirdo right. we sticker. We know you want it. Slap it on that water bottle, your laptop, whatever. I mean, come on. It's Christmas time coming. You can give it as a gift. Well, that's all from us. Until next week, stay ghosty. And remember, there are no goodbyes for us.